Not only is this CNET article just an advertisement, but it's false advertising. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw who, who which, which one of you guys posted this in the show notes? David. David. Yeah, it was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the t- the headline is Build a Bear just launched an after dark series of horny teddy bears. And none of them are horny. No. Yeah, no. They're, and they're barely teddy bears. Like, there's a hippo in there. The, there's a frog. Yeah, there's th- this was, like, clickbait specifically for us. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. let's build a bear group up to. Are they up to some horny <laughs> shit? I need to see. I mean, I don't even... It's it's called, like, after the After Dark series, but they're just, like, Valentine's Day teddy bears. There is one, uh, like, lion, like a stuffed lion wearing a like a silky robe um but he's not like it's not like he has an erection or something (laughs) i mean i was most of these are just like wearing cutesy little valentine's day themed pajamas or like a one of them has a bottle of rosé and it's like you know a wine mom or something anyway we're a nation of pedophiles (laughs) (laughs) and 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 it just yeah but there's nothing it's it's this weird sort of like sexless uh sexiness that i feel like gets really popular in uh um like hyper conservative nationalist worlds like like imagine you know like in like starship troopers where like it's um everyone's like really hot and buff and they have like one locker room yeah, and shower, shower yeah. yeah they have a co-ed shower and like everyone's hot and sexy but no one wants to fuck no one fucks are you just mad they're not sexually assaulting each other <laughs> well no no well, I mean, like it can be consensual yeah, consensual fucking oh I mean, like, yeah I, I just think about Battle like Star the analog Galactica, they're fucking to like yeah. you know current military trends <laughs> yeah right no we'll oh, God, get to we'll that get, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that no but no but yeah like like in like in Battlestar Galactica is yeah. very gritty. Where like where they, yeah, where they, but they'll also like you know, yeah, they'll like get into a boxing they, match and then yeah. it'll end in fucking. Well, they don't fuck; they like frack. That. Yeah, yeah, that's so a good also, point. Also a good point. <laughs> also a good point. Yeah, but no, this is just like this very like sexless horniness. I just don't. I don't. I, it, it's paradoxical, and I and I hate it. Maybe, I don't like maybe, any of it. Maybe they're all um, nanny cams. Oh, yeah. Maybe that that's the after dark part. Maybe you know it's, Ooh, it's for that would be very sexy for you and your partner. You know, you, you put the little felt uh, that could also be smooth looking bear uh, highly lion. problematic. <laughs> if you, uh, if your Valentine recipient does not is not aware of the fact See, that you're sexy, we, this is what we got to do. We got to have ring cameras for consenting adults but the police also just have access to it like <laughs> it's just your kink it's just your kink the police state is my kink uh, uh, how terrible would it be though to like get caught cheating from a bear that says like it's one o'clock somewhere <laughs> uh, like, yeah that would that would be pretty rough yeah <laughs> it would make for a good reddit post though yeah. i caught my i caught my husband cheating with a Build a bear that says it's wine o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> this is I, I is, okay. So this next this story that uh, we're going to talk about is really fucked up, and um, it, it this is your warning. This is your warning. So the the Neuralink program, Elon Musk's Neuralink, which is the purpose of you know the purported purpose of it is to help um, people with like neurological injuries, spinal cord injuries. Um, you know, so curing depression and other mental health disorders is want to put a chip in your brain. Yeah, it's trans- transhumanism. Yeah, it's, it's like it's w- actually a way to get Grimes back. <laughs> that's that's all this is. Oh, poor Elon. Um, so they have been they they've the they in 2020 they did a demonstration on a pig, um, and then in 2021 there was this fame this viral video of a macaque playing pong with one of these neuralinks um but uh they have put neuralinks in 23 monkeys uh at the University of California Davis between 2017 and 2020 and at least 15 died and they didn't just die yeah. like they died really really horribly um Apparently, this animal rights group has leaked 700 pages of documents, veterinary records, and necrop- ne- necropsy reports um, after a public re- public records request. And, like, 
One primate developed a really bad skin infection and had to be euthanized. Um, another was discovered with missing fingers and toes, possibly from self-mutilation or some other unspecified trauma. Um, one started uncontrollably vomiting after the implant, and then a few days later just collapsed from um, exhaustion. Um, it, it's it, They're basically just torturing these monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, I... I can't say I didn't see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Um, it's really fucked up. And, you know, like, augmenting humans with cybernetics isn't, like, in and of itself something that I'm super against. But I really hate that the people that are doing it are the same people that are trying to, like, privatize the mineral resources of the solar system for you know like <laughs> yeah that is endle- unfortunate endless uh grab for power um and that like i do not believe in their um like they seem to have a move fast and break things style motto approach to yeah. um like living yeah <laughs> things like it, shouldn't be broken yeah i like, mean i'm just saying if you find a monkey tearing off its own fingers and toes maybe go back to the drawing board yeah, before like putting another chip in another monkey's brain yeah maybe it's time to to go back to rats not that i think the rats should be you know tortured either but jesus christ but yeah you're right chris it's like it like i haven't been keeping close tabs on this project because i value my sanity but like (laughs) or what's left of it but like the fact that you do get the sense that like they've got to be skipping steps and cutting corners uh on these sorts of projects because it's elon musk and that's just like what he always does yeah and there's probably like an organized crime element in it yeah probably um where those monkeys come from yeah i mean like yeah, it's... I mean, this isn't a good look for University of California either. No, it is not. it's happening at their campus. Yeah. So, what what, what are you guys doing, UC Davis? Yeah. Um, well, well, all of these, like, from the top down, every university would absolutely love to be, to put out a press release saying that they're working with Facebook, Tesla, you know, like, Amazon, all, like, the Defense Department, you know, like, like yeah. they want these companies that have a high-profile to do work on their campus because it's not only money, but it's prestige and attention, yeah. which is all they ever want. And, you know, damn the torpedoes about anything else because you did an IRB. And so we're exonerated for all, all these other things yeah. that, that could happen. And then, and that's the end of it. It's like, you know, the metaverse virtual meal was like too good yeah. for the monkey. And so it just, <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. oh god. Oh, Sorry. I thought they thought they were Sorry. little bananas. Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Uh yeah, no, it's dark dark shit coming. Yeah. Dark shit here, dark shit to stay. And uh damn would it be nice to have a social revolution that um upended this horror. I just <laughs> just you know, an idea. Just yeah. an idea. <laughs> It'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty sweet if we just figured out how to, uh, you know, get along. Yeah, well, uh it- I'm just looking at the rest of the show notes, and I don't think it's going to happen today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, today's not one of those days. The, the the main reason I even brought up the these poor tortured monkeys and Neuralink is because of this other story that is really it's it's passing strange. Um, so a Michigan man has pled not guilty by reason of insanity um, be, after killing his wife. Um, Troy Burke, 45, admitted to killing his wife, Jessica, 29, by shooting her three times in the head. Um, And the reason that he says that he did this is he had a Neuralink chip installed in his brain and QAnon was sending him messages through his tablet into his brain that his wife was actually a son of Joe Biden who had had a sex change surgery and was trafficking uh, sex trafficking children and he needed to kill her to um save the children from this trafficking like holy shit that like i think you've got american psycho bingo like all the way across i think that you know the amount of boxes that that checks into it, like the, our current culturally held like 
neuroses is immense. Yeah. Like, holy shit. So he was evaluated both by a court-ordered psychiatric evaluation and then also a private one done by his defense attorney and both found him unfit to stand trial. Um, Though at the same time, he is able to, like, say where he is. Which is interesting. Like, who the defense attorney is, what he's being charged with. Like, he understands, like, a ton of stuff. That's not all all that uncommon. Right. Um, Like, there are... Like, very often, um, people who are trying to fake a psychiatric defense Mm -hmm. will say, will kind of exhibit some of those, I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. But typically, what will actually earn you a um, a, a not guilty by, by reason of insanity plea is not showing any remorse for like n- like being incapable of showing remorse for what you've done like being unable to like, evaluate its morality yeah feeling fully justified and righteous even after well not even really feel it's more like feeling nothing oh. um there's uh i really like the channel um jake jake yeah. can't swim which is uh jcs criminology uh JCS? it's a youtube yeah, Jake. It's called Jake Can't Swim. Oh, okay. Jake, the, okay yeah. The, yeah, the uh, abbreviation is JCS, and his his whole account has actually just been wiped from YouTube uh, for no explained reason. For yeah, well, because he shows interrogation videos and shows people how cops manipulate people into you know giving over information. But he does this one on um, you know uh, insanity pleas, and it's like it's actually not being delusional is often not what wins you a, a um, an insanity plea. It's it's showing that you have like a, such an abnormal um, perception of the world with regards to morality that mm. you can't really be charged. You, like you don't understand that what you're doing is wrong. Essentially, that's mm. a very long winded way of saying that. But but even arguing for like being non guilty for you know reason of insanity doesn't necessarily like actually make things better for you oh absolutely not like you like you you no it's often much worse yeah punished more severely i mean psychiatric like like penal psychiatric hospitals are hell on earth and unlike being in the regular penal system you at least have a chance at parole with good behavior getting your sentence shortened if you get 20 years in a psychiatric institution like you're in there you're spending 20 years in a psychiatric institution um and they're not fun places to be well this is tragic yeah and you know like it's you know it's either that this person is caught up in a wave of similar psychosis that is permeating through the american you know cultural framework or they you know are faking being in this state and using like the neuroses of this current moment in our culture as like the backdrop for their explanation right which like you know yeah, it's interesting. You don't often see mass delusion and an individual's delusion like line up this perfectly. Um, and there's like people who have done violent murders in the name of Q before. Yeah, like, this oh, yeah. Is, like the, I'm going to link to this Vice article in the show notes, but um, it ends with this is at least the sixth murder case linked to QAnon. Most recently, uh, a father of two took his young children from their home in Santa Barbara and drove them to Mexico, where he killed them both by stabbing them repeatedly with a spear gun. When he was arrested by the FBI, he told the investigators that he did it because he believed his children would grow up to be monsters, adding that he had been enlightened by QAnon conspiracies. And, and there's yeah, there is something with like how a lot of these sorts of uh, stuff like QAnon like slots in very well to some sort of paranoid uh, delusion, you know. Just it does it, like that was pre-existing, and like right. this is just like a really good uh, um, like set of uh, pr- like proper nouns essentially that yeah. you can fit into. The the, uh, and the, and the conspiracy that's going on in your head, yeah. And to the, the sense that there are millions of people who are right there with you is, like, yeah. further, you know, reinforcing Absolutely. whatever type of, you know, um, totally baseless amalgamations of external political forces or otherwise, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you hear, like, if you're just, like, sitting in, you know, Michigan, right? Is that where this yeah, comes from, Michigan. right? Yeah, Michigan. Yeah. And, like, you ha- and there is something, like, you know, 
deeply troubling you and uh uh and, and then you just like go online and everything from like a you know like some uh uh trump aligned um ponzi scheme that hires out like a bunch of uh, uh facebook commenters from like manila or something and then like <laughs> and like th- those like come back to you as seeming as real people confirming the idea that Neuralink is is the pathway for Q to tell you who the new pedophiles are, and oh no, it's your son or something. Yeah, it was like that. That it's your wife who's actually a man. Yeah, yeah. Like all of like it's just amazing the amount. I don't think this many resources have gone into validating like completely batshit uh, um, theories. Yeah, it's and, almost like, like inducing schizophrenia so, yeah. in a population using like al- like algorithmic manipulation and bot farms. So <laughs> like, do, you, do you think that there's like a realistic, you know, possibility that Q is a psyop by the CIA to oh, see man. how fucked up they can make like millions of Americans? Yeah, like, well, I, so I, I, I am partially, um, I'm amenable to the theory that QAnon was seeded as a way to cap to discredit real problems by linking them or making them sound like this obviously crazy one. Right? I made that argument with Flat Earth in yeah. our uh, Flat Earth yeah, bonus yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, see, I think yeah. it's fair to make a, a similar case with QAnon. Yeah. Because like, oh no, uh, oh no, like Jeffrey Epstein is going to co- like spill the beans on how like both Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton and like basically every like person that has run this country for the last like 30 40 years is a pedophile and so like okay well let's get ahead of this let's get ahead of yeah let's make it like as zany and ridiculous as possible right cheese pizza and every all the, the last, shit like um, JFK Jr. Yeah, yeah 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 the last real life essay that I narrated which will probably be out by the time that you're listening to this um is on Havana syndrome it's quite good and um you know it, the the author Colin Dickey talks about this 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 epistemological like black hole of um the the combination of nothing can be proven and anything is possible mm-hmm. and he quotes Malcolm Harris talking about the CIA and um like the quandary of trying to understand the role of the deep state in our daily lives and the the quote goes something like I'm paraphrasing but um you know, did we did we drop syphilis on villagers? Uh, of course we didn't. But if we did, then of course we did. Like it, everything that you might be you might attribute to the CIA or to like psyops or whatever else is like, no, it's absurd that we would do that. But get, yeah. but of course, yeah, no, we would totally do that. But we, yeah, like we did run the Tuskegee experiments, wherein we like allowed people who could have been treated like with a cure to syphilis to like. I mean, we did way like yes, yeah, the Tuskegee like we, experiments yeah. were t- were absolutely horrible. Yeah. but we've also like done biological warfare yes. on non-combatants like yes. yeah we've yeah. we've done eugenics on people with mental health issues we, yeah we've you, you dosed know. people with fucking massive amounts of lsd and told them that we were you know picking off their family members one by one while keeping them in a basement and pulling out their fingernails like we've done yeah. horrible things so QAnon, in the grand scheme of things, would really not be that bad. Yeah, didn't we, like, <laughs> sterilize a third of Puerto Rico, like, up until the 90s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, we did, yeah, did a lot of terrible stuff. Like, all seven parts of that Adam Curtis documentary, like, blend together, <laughs> and I just really get... But what they didn't know was, <laughs> you know, just, like, flashbacks. Anytime I think about yeah. it, all of this, just, like, with Operation Mindfuck and stuff, yeah. and... Yeah, there there is like a, a yeah that from that Malcolm Harris quote like a a really weird superposition of like that's stupid but also of yes true you know, right. Like, right like both at the exact same time is like <laughs> like what you have to deal with a lot I might my, my, yeah in, I, in twenty years the notion that anybody ever doubted that the U.S. government was responsible for the assassination of JFK will just yeah. be like laughable like, yeah of course it was. Yeah, like like it was when it first happened. Yeah, it was like there's this weird like. And then it got memory hold. And yeah, then, it's yeah. like a weird U shaped curve of like the government killed JF, like the CIA killed JFK. Like starts really high, goes low, and then is like coming back yeah. up. And yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, I, I I I I've been kicking around in my head like uh because like I'm not even done with this book and I want to do another one. I'm I'm addicted to writing books. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> 
uh, I really want to do one on the CIA in Miami. Nice. Like, like what, ha- like how you built, like I have a theory that Miami is basically built as a spook headquarters. Mm. Like all mm. of it is designed to launder, facilitate and expedite like CIA bullshit. Huh? I've re- I, I, I'm starting, like I have a few good leads. Is that, that like kind of story? I think that that's true. I think I'm right. I mean, the narco element, yeah, uh, right, is huge down there. Like, yeah, but there's connection. also like the fact that like the National Enquirer, out of all the places it could go, went to like a suburb of Miami, uh, with funded by like CIA money to like start, uh, like all this reporting on like, you know. I, uh, uh, not not just celebrities, but also there was like a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, just like discrediting people, re- really, uh, directly to the point that you could even say that, um, uh, uh, George H. W. Bush won the presidency because of the Gary Hart, uh, um, coverage that the National Enquirer right. did. Like that documentary yeah. on the National Enquirer was very good. It was really um, really good. Yeah. Where, yeah. where did you see this? Was it on Netflix? Uh, I know. I think it's. A, I think you can get it on HBO. I think it's an oh, HBO okay. stream. All right, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Really should. I highly recommend. Yeah. It's really good. David Banks wants one thing. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Writing books. Yeah. Should we just keep on with the horror? Uh, yeah, the let's let's get of... let's get the horror out of the way. So we need to figure out what the fuck is going on in Fort Bragg. Um, yeah. Because it is... Not looking good. It's Something is happening there. Look, Um, the pandemic has affected everyone slightly differently. But, you know, we've all gone a little crazy. You know, you started with the sourdough bread. And then it was like watching Tiger King. And, you know, maybe you you got really into houseplants or something. But if you were at Fort Bragg, you were just like murking your friends. I just want to make it extremely clear that the Havana Syndrome gun that I talked about on previous episode, uh-huh. I absolutely in no way have been sitting outside of Fort Bragg, irradiating <laughs> the fuck out of everybody in it with my, like, you know, uh, microwave plugged into a Wi-Fi antenna. <laughs> that is not something that I've done. I've got alibis. Like, Yeah, I, you've never been to North Carolina. I've never been. Never. Why would you? Why would you? And I'm glad that we cleared all this up because, you know, I know some listeners had questions. All right. Yeah. So Uh, Fort Fort Bragg has a population, a pretty pretty sizable population, Uh, 52,000 active duty soldiers, 12,000 reserve, uh, 9,000 civilian employees. So it's it's looking like it's maybe around uh, a little over 100,000 people who live on or near Fort Bragg. That's it, crazy. It's yeah, two it Troys. It is, yeah, it is one of the largest military the, installations in the world. Yeah. Wow. It's like this suburban shithole in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody is fucking murking each other at this place. Yeah. Like, everybody is just killing each other. Um, the most recent, uh, so the, the, the army has filed criminal charges against this, um, a 21 year old soldier who has been accused of beheading another soldier on the base. What um, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. They went on this camping trip and then they, they said that he just like walked away. It was, it was him and a couple of other troops. And, uh, they said that he just walked away in the middle of the night because like he didn't want to be there anymore or something. I don't even want to be here anymore. <laughs> Well, he was wearing too much shit. Yeah. yeah, he was wearing. He had too much shit on. No, but he actually left behind his phone, his wallet, and his glasses. His and glasses. according to his sister, he cannot see without his glasses. Yeah. Um, his head was his severed head was found uh, washed ashore at an nearby nearby the campsite. They have not recovered his body. And what's weird, right? So, like, so this is at the beginning of COVID, right? It's in uh, early 2020, I think it was, or like summer 2020. They, they were they were under COVID restrictions, so they weren't supposed to leave at all in the first place. Yeah, but seven uh, um, uh, soldiers go to this uh, plus him, so yeah, yeah eight yeah, altogether. Eight, eight, go to uh, this beach for a camping trip, and yeah, it's like storming the whole time. It's the terrib- weather was shit. Weather's terrible, and they knew it was going to be terrible. So it's like weird that they still went camping anyway. Well, they're all armies of one, right? You yeah, know? That's like, good point. That's, that's good. That's good. Point. Bad weather's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, and and then, um, yeah, the, and they all have a. They all go to 
bed and like he just is gone in the morning. Yeah. And and uh, then by seven o'clock that evening, they wait until seven to report anything. And and before seven, a uh, a a a ranger came by and told them that they need to like move their cars or something because you know, unsurprisingly, they they parked like assholes like really close on a sand on sand dunes. Uh, which yeah, are, they were protected. Yeah, uh, wildlife. Yeah, so they had to like so they were like approached to move their cars by like some sort of official a park ranger a park ranger and they said nothing about the person that disappeared w- without their phone glasses when and they wallet re- when they reported him missing they said they told the nine one one operator. We were trying to find the park ranger or their offices or anything. We've been looking for him all day. Which is obviously Which not is true. Which is obviously not true because they encountered a park ranger earlier that day. And uh, a very weird lie that you could be caught in. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. They seem very, I mean, they're kids. Yeah. Like, they seem very bad at this, but that's not surprising. I, w- I was terrible at my first beheading. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I, I mean, you know, like. through it. His head could have fallen off from natural causes. Like, <laughs> well, so, the army's trying to say that it could have been a, a rudder on a boat. Yeah, they put out a, sure. a release. They're like, hey, if you um, were on a boat in like a really bad storm and you on hit this something? day and you, and you feel like you hit something, let us know. <laughs> the and rudder? The, not the, the, or the, the, the motor? The motor, yeah. Oh, okay, no, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the propeller. The movie thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the thing you do to the boobies but of course the, the <laughs> but of course the 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 uh autopsy you know person the the uh investigator the you know corpse knower yeah the says, coroner <laughs> yes thank you coroner. coroner that's the word i want i'm very tired I had a rough it's weekend. okay it's okay <laughs> but he but he's like no this was a this is like a hacksaw or something this was not a yeah uh, well, well, there's been some top secret military um, advances in boat rudders um, where they <laughs> are made ve- from hacksaws. Yeah, it's honestly, <laughs> it's above my pay grade, but like, I just want to, you know. <laughs> so the, this this soldier who's who's now been charged with, not with manslaughter or murder, but with a bunch of other shit, like, uh, I don't know, being what? a bad troop or something. He had, he, he had like drugs on him or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. He he told uh he volunteered unprompted uh to the 911 dispatcher we might be afraid he might have hurt himself. He wasn't diagnosed but he did have suicidal tendencies. Which his family says no. His he did sister not. says no. Uh he was a very se- apparently he was a very sensitive type. He was a hippie, who was into crystals, he was planning to leave the army and go to Japan and travel around and like learn, you know, Zen Buddhism and shit. Find out what kind of crystals they got over there. Yeah, they might have different crystals. Damn. So that fucking this, sucks. So yeah, this is a crazy really story, sad. right? It's really fucked up. It's very fucked up. But so what's even stranger is the broader story of just all the people dying, dozens and dozens of people dying at Fort Bragg. For, dozens? Uh, yes. So Dozens. Um, there have been multiple murders with apparent links to the use or distribution of narcotics. Um in one case, an elite Delta Force soldier suspected of trafficking drugs was found dead on an army training ground, a victim of an apparently professional hit by skilled assassins. In another, a heavily pregnant army wife was brutally murdered by her steroid-enraged husband, a medic in the 1st Special Forces Command, who then died by suicide. Not long after that, parachute rigger in the 7th Special Forces group named Tiara Vincent allegedly walked up to Kelia Horton, her rival for the affections of a third soldier, and shot her in the face. Uh, Most recently, a staff sergeant named Alonzo Dargan allegedly did a high-speed drive-by shooting on his extramarital mistress, Akila Ware, the second pregnant woman to be allegedly murdered by a Fort Bragg soldier in the span of a year. Jesus fucking Christ. In September 2021, a warrant officer named Anthony Rivera was charged with the murder of two toddlers he'd adopted, both of whom died of blunt force trauma. No fewer than five Fort Bragg soldiers were charged with or convicted of raping children under the age of 13 over the course of just six months in 2021. How many people were charged with this? No fewer than five. What the fuck? 
Meanwhile, Fort Bragg soldiers have been turning up unresponsive in their barracks on a disturbingly regular basis since the beginning of 2020, including Caleb Smyther, Terrence Salazar, Jamie Boger, Joshua Diamond, Matthew Disney. There's just a list of names. Um, and this is permanently unresponsive, like they yes, died in their sleep, allegedly. Yes, they were just found dead in their bunks. Jesus. Um I mean, you know, uh, it's a fucking small city in there. Like, so some of that kind of stuff is yeah, going to sure. happen. But like some of this other shit is fucking crazy. And like really, really, uh, I think statistically out of whack. Yes. There are all of these random heart attacks from like fit men in their 30s. Coronavirus related? No. No, that's fake. Just, they're just random heart attacks. <laughs> In total, a staggering 83 active duty soldiers stationed at Fort Bragg died in the 18 months ending June 2021. Only 11 of these deaths were from natural causes. Many, perhaps a plurality, were suicides, but in no fewer than 33 cases, the Army has classified the cause of death as undetermined. Damn. Yeah. I mean, unsolved mysteries. Over yeah. the same 18th month period, just three Fort Bragg soldiers died in overseas combat. Meaning these elite troops are a dizzying set 27 times more likely to die stateside than in war zones. Or murder people stateside. Yeah. 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 Well. And, you well, know. I guess they must, I'm they sure do, they're they probably do a lot of, of murder. Yeah. 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 I mean, to the extent that, like, the most mundane, to the extent that any explanation of this can be considered mundane or, like, boring, I guess, right? Is, like, it's the fact that you collected the most bloodthirsty freaks this country yep. is capable of producing uh because this is where special forces yep. are are largely stationed yeah. and they just live together and they and they're killing machines and and they're taking steroids and they're, and they're, yeah and they're, and, they're, taking and, they're, and they're bored lsd they are and, bored killing machines yeah and so that's why they're more likely to die stateside doing nothing than being shipped off to Mogadishu to go, like, kill a village. Like, yeah. that's what they do. Like, well, that's what we made them for. This is what happens when 100,000 strangers are forced to live together, and they stop being, being polite, polite and start <laughs> getting <laughs> The Real Housewives of Fort Bragg. Oh, God. It's half a season because they're all dead. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, no, I just, I don't think um, this could have happened any other way if you just like create an enormous killing like uh, uh apparatus that i mean like that is you know the u.s empire but specifically like there's been a lot of reporting on these like special forces units that like don't that are uh, like they're not like the yes sir kind of soldiers they're just like th the american government captured like real psychos and they're just like and, and or made them yeah yeah and, and well i guess what i mean capture is i mean like like they've gained control yeah, over yeah them, no, whether I, they I, made them or yeah or i hear they, you yeah or born and then like and then they just like like okay like you dogs like go kill osama bin laden or or someone else that we say is like now the new leader of isis or whatever and they just like go out and sick them on these people but then they have to live somewhere yeah and they live at fort bragg and they just kill people. That's what they're good at. You know, I'm picking up a lot of, like, superiority vibes here. <laughs> and I want to just point out that, like, they are out there murdering each other on American soil for your right to complain about them murdering yeah, right. yeah, each yeah, other yeah. on American soil. And, you know, like, if, if you don't have that right in yeah. some countries. All right. Um, that's enough of that. That's enough murder and death and destruction uh, man, for, that's, one, for that's, one episode. That's nothing to Fort Brag about. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> I love a pun. I love it. Oh, that's a that's a Confederate soldier, by the way. The, the brag. Oh, it's brag. Like, yeah, it's named. It's named yeah. after. It's one of like literally yeah, a traitor. Really mad <laughs> right. at like the non-existent idea that uh, they would change the name. Yeah, I think they actually are going to try to change the name, but of course, like it's it's going to take. Well, with it, all this murder, they should yeah. rebrand. Yeah, I'm right. Just saying. You know, it's a good idea. And also, but it took wait, it took like a fucking decade before like the Washington Redskins became the Washington Commanders or something. Like, they changed the football yeah. team. And Aren't like, they the Nationals now? Well, no, no, they were called the Washington Football Team for, like, two and a half years. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I forget what wave of Black Lives Matter, like, finally got them to be like, yeah, we're changing our name from a slur to something better. They should have called themselves the Georges. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like George, like George Washington. Oh, no, they can't because uh, RFK Jr. had a magazine called George. Oh. That QAnoners are spending like $500 on eBay to get copies of because oh they god. think it contains message- <laughs> hidden messages. Oh my god. What a fun time to be alive. It's really, it's great. Um, David, this is your find uh, from FAIR. Yeah, FAIR and Accuracy and Report. Fairness. Fair, fair, fairness and Accuracy and Reporting, which yeah. confuses at least me because you can't name it fair and then the f stands for fairness that's i feel like i don't feel call like, it. no it doesn't it stands for fairness and accuracy in reporting right the first letter is fairness and the uh, and, <laughs> and it's called fair i think like, it's very clever uh, it confuses me when i try to say it i'm sorry fairness do you want me to write a letter yes okay get on it okay. also where's the balance yeah right you know? yeah what about yeah, unfairness yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, uh, yeah. the title of this is why comparing Chinese Africa investment to Western colonialism is no joke. Um, yeah. So, so Trevor Noah does a segment uh, on the daily show, which still exists uh, saying, you know, he, he does like a, a racist Chinese accent. He, he belittles like the entire continent of Africa, which he is from very, right? pa- like talks about Africa in incredibly patronizing but, like, terms. He, gives se- he does like several metaphors where like China or the United States is, th- is the mom. And then like all of the people of Africa are children that must be disciplined or they will like, you know, basically become savages yeah he Uh, says uh china china is the cool mom of international finance adding a joke that um in which as usual africans are the children and others are the grown-ups quote oh you and your friends want to come party come do it in our basement with your child soldiers we won't hear a thing as if the u.s is a strict mom that forbids its partners from making use of child soldiers in fact and i'm just reading from it real quick because this is important i think after the u.s state department in 2020 identified 14 countries as being responsible for recruiting or using child soldiers president joe biden signed a waiver allowing the u.s to continue providing security aid to eight of those countries five of which are in africa they're improving they're improving they're showing improvement on their you know the kids are older now they they stopped no more eight-year-olds it's 12 and up. Listen, I, I took these children's report cards under very close advisement, and, you know, they're getting a raise in their allowance. It's a, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's important you don't want to, like, you don't want to be a radical here, right? You want a sensible, stepwise approaches to eliminating child uh, soldiering. But this has been, like, the Western propaganda against China's Belt and Road for like a while, right? Yeah. They're like, listen, yeah. we don't work with warlords. Certainly not like in Libya. Certainly <laughs> not like, you know, yeah. and, and, and really the problem is the unscrupulous nature of China's, you know, duplicitous actions in the continent. They're building pipelines and then paying off warlords in money basically to say, hey, listen, we have 80,000 troop barracks that are empty. Anyone touches this pipeline, including you guys, including your rivals, anybody, we're filling those barracks tomorrow. Also, here's like $3 million. Do whatever you want with. That's been, you know, the, like, critical angle that Western press has been covering Belt and Road development in Africa by China for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's literally what we do. We're like, except we're not building pipelines. We're just like taking their shit, shit. you yeah. know like yeah. so so the the just more context is that right since uh the wave of independence movements in like the 50s and 60s right um uh the united states came in early and often to offer these usurious loans through their uh through the world bank the international monetary fund uh um and we talked about this in our episode on Argentina yeah. as well. This is part of the playbook. Yeah. And that, and then what they would do is they'd say like, oh, no, you don't have any money. I don't want, who cares? How, you know what? The past is the past. Let's not figure out why that is. We're going to give you, <laughs> we have to move forward. We have to move no forward. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to move forward. You can't just dwell on the past. Right. And so you, you, we're going to give you billions of dollars uh, to the warlord that we installed. Right. And um, uh, and then 
you have to pay it back with interest over time. And in order to get this loan, you also have to like uh, privatize your healthcare, privatize like this electrical grid or whatever. And by the way, we have buyers lined up in the United States that will would love to own your grid. Yeah. 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 So you basically like sell off all the parts of your, of your government. And then you take, and then you're going to pay interest rates for forever. And that, um, and that is how the United States continues to plunder and underdevelop Africa is is through stuff like that. And then when you stand up to the United States, like for example, um uh uh Yemen, right? Um uh they voted against a uh uh um something that the in the United Nations. Here let me let me it's the invasion of uh Afghanistan, I believe. Uh no it was Iraq. Oh yeah. Iraq, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So for example Yemen uh, in 1990, voted against the U.S. invasion of Iraq, the first one, right? And a U.S. a U.S. diplomat told their Yemeni can- counterparts, "quote That was the most expensive vote you ever cast." And then the U.S. withdrew 70 million dollars in foreign aid. Uh, and and so now, you know, like with those sorts of strings attached, right? Like no one wants to use that aid anymore. You know, big scare quotes around aid, of course, right? Because. Right. Is As it, we previously said, it comes with lots of strings. Yeah, a shit ton of Expensive, strings. long-term strings. Yeah. And so what the Chinese government does is they say, like, well, uh, we also know that you have to sell oil in dollars. That's what the fr- the word petrodollars means. Yeah, that's is why that, we have yeah. OPEC nations. Yeah, is because the United States has made it so that the dollar is connected to oil, and so that we always benefit no matter who is using oil right but what china did was it said okay well we just won't we're gonna barter we're not gonna use They're any currency. bartering yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we'll build you a, a 5g network across your entire country and you give us barrels of oil in return yep and no money's gonna exchange hands yeah yeah <laughs> one yeah. simple trick that the american imperialists hate <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like a, a little box ad blinking, like an oil barrel blinking behind a, a 5G cell tower. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, so it's it's just like... Because when Qaddafi was better. like... Yeah, Qaddafi... It's a better deal. Basically was like, hey, um, well, let's do a pan-African currency and sell all of the oil in Africa. In yeah. It. Yeah. He got a bayonet up the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, what that was about. Yeah. Hillary and- Clinton showed up, busted <laughs> down the door. <laughs> Folks, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> but so the, this whole article just goes on to detail all of the ways that Trevor Noah paints this, you know, picture of... Chinese development in Africa as this incredibly extractive, you know, neo-colonialist force. Um, as if, and look, I'm not saying that like China isn't exploiting Africa. Uh, I'm sure that they are. Like that's what more powerful entities do to less powerful entities, broadly speaking. But it seems like it's a much better fucking deal for them than Western hegemony has been, and uh, we can tell because they are no longer choosing to do business with the IMF and World Bank, and they are increasingly choosing to do business with China. Um, Like, one thing that he says is that uh, they're bringing in Chinese labor to do this work, you know, on these development projects, and they're not even hiring locally. But FAIR goes on to give, like, very specific numbers that are, you know, upwards of 70 and 80% of the labor being done by local Africans. And also, like, management training programs that China is is offering to not just like put people to work, but build a, the next generation of Skilled people who are able to actually economy, manage yeah. the infrastructure there once China's gone, which mm. is certainly not something that uh, the West has a represent has a uh, a reputation a reputation for doing. for doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they're just working with China because they're scared of China's military sp- expenditure. I mean, China's been you know spending more than the rest of the world combined on their military for decades. <laughs> Oh, oh, nope. oh. oh, sorry. No, no, that's, no, that's us. That's, uh, that's, that's, us. that's us too. Mm. Yeah. It, it, here, here's a, a, I think a good um, part that uh, describes uh, how, how the Daily Show 
puts all this, it does all this. Noah summarizes what he has presented about the non-conditional loans, African countries voting with China on Taiwan, and Chinese workers taking up jobs in China, Africa projects. Quote, when you start to examine this relationship as a whole, he says, it actually starts to look a lot less like a loan and a lot more like a new kind of colonialism. And then a few, and then they show a few qu- uh, quick clips uh, of on new colonialism. One from Al Jazeera calls it debt colonialism. The Voice of America, that's like a State Department yeah, uh, outlet, yeah. yeah, calls it debt trap diplomacy. Excellent wor- phrase. That's a good one. Debt yeah, trap wow. diplomacy. You know, maybe we should. Maybe America should try that. <laughs> right. <itself>. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And uh, a PBS clip says that Kenya, quote, agreed to apply Chinese law inside Kenya. <laughs> which fair then editorializes yeah. presumably labor laws, yeah, which right. seems yeah, likely. Yeah. Certainly, you know, no historical precedent for American style law being imposed in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah, not like we write whole constitutions for countries all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, it, like have comfortable little clauses for us, like, yeah. uh, we get your land. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> let, old school. Uh, heads of Ironweeds will remember the episode we did with Dr. Richard Morita, a Kenyan, who talked about how there was like civil war like popping off like within his country. And essentially Condoleezza Rice showed up and was like, hey, uh, if you don't form a unity government within 48 hours, we're invading. Yeah. Yeah. And right. then they did. And he did say like, hey, uh, upshot of imperialism is like, we didn't have a civil war hey so. condi gets the goods man so, I, con- well, bring condi back i want her to be the first woman president so that so then uh noah's segment descends into a uh, pure what they call pure tasteless comedy including uh noah doing a chinese accent uh, i am not going to do it but but the the quote is say what you will about european colonizers but at least they were up front about it <laughs> yeah which is like the most because yeah col- colonization was always very um very authentic very good faith negotiations oh, with local populations i mean just like like what the dutch did in the congo alone killing like 10 million people and like they actually no david because before they came in and did that they told them they wrote them a letter yeah like, and they were like listen we're about to come in uh we're gonna kill millions of you we just want to give you a heads up. We'll be there Tuesday. Yeah. Love King Leopold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and like, uh, like the United States, like murking Labum- L- like Lumumba, like overthrowing uh, Kwame Nkuma, like uh, Thomas Sakara, like all of these people that all tried to create like independent uh, nations were just like absolutely like murdered by like american backed uh either front groups or directly from from us right and that, and that and nasser and that goes straight up to Gaddafi, right you know and, 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 whereas like china has done none of that <laughs> not yet okay but well, there's so they, a new they, storm of brewing you know? and if you aren't you know keeping your ears to the tracks and learning from the history the historical precedents that came before you don't quite understand how scary this actually is there you go yeah they actually have this part in here where you know uh noah says like uh they, there was this there was this question of taking over an airport um if if was it was it kenya i think it was uganda re- uganda could repay their loans and um and China had said, like, they're, you know, he was like, there's a big difference between saying that you have never taken over an airport and saying that you will never take over an airport. And the article makes the point that, like, actually past is a pretty good indication of what a, what a, an imperialist is going to do in the future. So the fact that, you know. How many airports do, have we taken so far? Us personally? Yeah. This podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I have five. <laughs> I have, like, five airports. <sighs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, and here, here's kind of like the what um, the the uh, here's the track record. All right, th- that uh, that this article is talking about. Uh, there are studies on China Africa workforce development. A 2018 paper presented a number of interesting figures about the topic. There were 10,000 Chinese-funded companies, 90% of which were private companies. 
Surveys cited in the paper showed that local workers hired by Chinese firms were around 78% of the workforce, overall 85% in Nigeria, 90% in Kenya. Another survey cited in the paper uh, pointed to an issue with the quality of these jobs. Only 44% of managerial positions were held by Africans, but a study in Ethiopia found 75% of Chinese firms invested in worker training compared to 27% of Ethiopian firms. And, and, like, and like the bare fact of it is when you're building out an infrastructural network in a country where there isn't one, people there, it turns out, don't know how to do it. So you got to bring in people who know how to fucking do it. But and, and, yeah, there's also just like the fact of like, look at the material terms of these negotiations and who benefits when. If America benefits from interest payments going as long as possible, then of course they're never going to teach anyone how to use the dam or like really anything, right? The thing that they bought doesn't matter because they don't get money from the thing that they bought. They get money from uh, the interest payments that they coerce you into making by threatening to break your kneecaps if you vote in the UN the wrong way. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how we make money. How China makes money is, like, they will build an electrical grid so that a mine is working, and then uh, the they get the resources, a percentage of the resources from that mine. Now, of course, they want everyone to be able to run that electrical grid very well so that the mine works so they can get what they paid for. Yeah. It sounds like capitalism to me. Right? It just sounds like job creation. It sounds like like just normal capitalism shit, which, like, I'm not in favor of, obviously. It's capitalism with Chinese characteristics. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it just, like, you just look on the face of, like, who benefits from what sort of behavior, and there's no reason on the face of it for China to want to, like, like just start bringing people into Africa because it also says in the article or to like, govern there. Yeah, like, to go- I don't like, know. You think have, China's big enough? Have but- you have you seen the three year old uh, drone footage of uh, <laughs> those people from like a you know I think it was like an organized crime um, uh, raid that were all like blindfolded and like put on their knees like getting unloaded from a train. No. Well, no. some people on the internet told me that those were Uyghurs, and frankly, <laughs> oh, okay. I think. This you changes from this, the sky. this changes even, my whole fucking. We didn't yeah. talk about the the Uyghur uh, torch bear, Olympic torch bearer. Oh yeah, what that was the thing. The 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 it, one of the torch bearers for China in the Olympics was a was a, a Chinese Uyghur, and the way the news media reported on it was like alleged someone with a Uyghur name or like allegedly a, a Uyghur. It's yeah, a Chinese citizen with Uyghur ties and like shit yeah, like that. It was like just no. say what is. Like, that's deranged. Like, why Why are you trying to build this narrative that it's, like, a fake... Like, well, like because the Chinese Uyghur. are killing the Uyghurs, not, like, anything else, right? They just have to... Yeah. They have to make it... You know, accuse your enemy that of that which you are guilty, which yeah. is, like, you know... And, and pointing on, a gun at the back, yeah. in the back of someone who like perform for us so that like we don't look as racist as we are, Simone Biles. You know, I'm just like fucking don't. <laughs> well, like honestly, I don't know at all the ver- veracity of claims of genocide or forced labor camps for ethnic and religious minorities within China. Like none of us can know that. Like, there's actually, like, a physical fucking firewall, like, The AP barrier. reported that it's over. Okay. But the the point, I guess Suddenly, I have to say... For no reason. ...is that, like, for Americans to get up in arms about this specific thing, given the backdrop of what we do to our own citizens, what we've done in Gitmo, what we've done in the black sites all throughout the world to our various, quote-unquote, enemies, what we've done to whole sovereign nations, like North Korea, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's fucking rich. Yeah. It's fucking rich. I don't know. America's always upheld the rights of the Muslim world. And it's really... Uh, yeah, we you know, certainly like, don't have, like, a pile of, like, at least a million bodies saying otherwise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, and yeah. we certainly don't have, like, massive uh, like, choose one racial demographic in this country to uh, falsely imprison yeah. at astronomical rates for... Yeah, we'd um, never do that. No, no, we don't do that. Never. 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 So, I think that something that this um, FAIR article sort of points at, but maybe doesn't say explicitly, is that I actually think this this segment from Trevor Noah, which I, I didn't watch, um, and I and I won't, and you can't make me, um, because it's a, it's a <laughs> violation of the United Nations um, human rights. Uh, 
But it's, I think it's particularly dangerous when this kind of political commentary comes in the form of comedy, um, because it, like, it sort of numbs the brain. Like, I don't mean to be, like, too derogatory to liberals and, you know, I, but, but, but the fact is, like, your guard is down when it's Trevor Noah cracking jokes and doing his little, you know, African accent, you know, and he can do it because he's from Africa and that's okay. Um, even though he's actually being like extraordinarily racist to people who live in Africa as well as Chinese people. Um, there's just something about it that's particularly nefarious, I think, when it's on Comedy Fucking Central. I, I guess I'm like pulling at my collar a little bit because I, we literally tried to talk about the fucked up shit in the world through, through the lens of comedy. Yeah, constantly. and it's nefarious. Yeah, and it's watch disgusting. out for Irony wants one thing. It's, <laughs> it's fucking, fucking disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is like I, that's that's the political hypocrisy argument that I will not I, that I refuse to get caught up in because when people I like do it, it's good, and when people I don't like do there it, you it's go. bad. So yep. Easy yep. peasy. That's though. a dialectic. Yep. <laughs> Anything else on this topic? Uh, I, I think that's, that is plenty. Just it, it is, if you take anything away from it, just think about how China benefits from uh, like a, a deal done well and we how America know. benefits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we and that's, know. Getting around the dollar is actually <laughs> yeah. what's really pissing everybody off yeah. here. Oh, yeah. That, that's, like, what, that's what pisses off the United States yeah. is that you're yeah. not using the dollar and that like they've, they've just built a better uh, deal. And, we're, and if you if you trade in anything other than U.S. dollars for a critical global resource, we're going to find a humanitarian crisis that we need to intervene in. Oh yeah, and Instantly. you better yeah. fucking watch your p's and q's. Yeah. And a self sufficient Africa is very bad for Western in- interests. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Especially as the resource wars loom yeah. closer yeah. and closer on our horizon. Like, and we I mean, like just built Africom. Like we. <laughs> Right, like like the United States did so much work. Yeah, (laughs) well, well, I mean, the United States uses a lot of mostly like North African nations as like a place to project force into the rest of the Middle East and increasingly into Central Asia, and uh, and if all of those countries start, uh, let's say, aligning in a Chinese direction, you know, like that that also doesn't look good from just like our ability to project power. Like, forget, like, how much money we make off of them. Like, we also, like, we, like, the biggest drone base in the world, I think, is in Mogadishu. Like, everything we've built in Libya and, and, and Syria, like. Not to mention our, our bioweapons research that is deep underground in Kenya. Yeah. We just have, we have a bunch of shit. Yeah. Literally buried in Africa. (laughs) Yeah. We don't, that we're not going to want to give up. And uh, so, anyway, I guess just to summarize my thoughts on this. It's okay to criticize China, but as the poet laureate Michael Jackson once said, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. (laughs) I'm asking him if he can change his ways. That's beautiful, Chris. Thank you for sharing that that quote with us. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. He's taken too soon. Poor Michael. Or, Or maybe, I don't know. We went out before we could really know who he was. Let's I'm just a Michael say that. Jackson truther. I yeah. think that I think that man was done dirty. Okay, but that sounds like a bonus episode. But if to that's me. a problematic take, then I don't stand by it. Uh, <laughs> 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 so you can't you can't get mad at me for no. it. That's all I'm saying. I want to have that opinion, but also not suffer the consequences of having it gotcha. if that's possible. Thank you. Right. Uh, so we have an, a correction to issue. It might be our. F- is this our first? No, no, we've done it in the past. Okay, we've had. We've egg. just never admitted it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, some, no, no we <laughs> definitely admitted it. But then we eat the egg off our face, yeah. and we forget that it was ever there. Right. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Delicious yeah. egg. I don't ever have to feel guilty about being wrong because <laughs> being wrong or right is morally neutral. Yeah. Um, so uh, a listener wrote in, and we, I, I, this is my fault. Um, so this is my correction actually to make with the. Story. You're a culpa. Yes, it's a. It's a. it's a a brita culpa (laughs) um the story we did on biden's uh oil um auctioning off or leasing oil uh mining in the in the gulf of mexico uh so we had i had originally i had read the article incorrectly that republicans had sued over republicans did sue over the leasing but they sued to uh force the biden administration to allow companies to lease 
this. I would. It's hard to call it land because it's in the Gulf of Mexico, so it's. I get it like all tongue tied when I try to talk about this, but yeah. lease water. Um, so anyway, thank you to the listener who pointed that out to us. Um, I appreciate you. And the wildflower is always like a, a little bit of a throwaway at the end, so I don't always read as diligently as I should. Um, and I apologize for that. And today is no different. No, I'm just kidding. I did actually <laughs> what are we read thrown this. away today. I read this one very thoroughly. Because uh, it's really important. Because it's so funny. Uh, we have a little anti-car action action. Hell yeah. I'm from, here for it. From these little German weasels. Uh, they're <laughs> they're called, it, it's called the Martin weasel. With a stone Martin, right? Yeah, yeah. And they look like cute little ferrets. They're really adorable. Um, and they uh, are notorious for getting into the hoods of... Um, German cars. Volkswagens. And eating all of the, like, chewing up all the lines and, like, just fucking them up. Yeah. Monkey wrench gain that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They cause, like, tens of millions of dollars a year in damage to car cables. Wow. And so there are all of these, like, they're, they're, like, all of these things that they do to try to stop these weasels from doing it, like, putting this, um, this coating on the wires and cables that they don't that they don't like um but it actually like it's hard to find something that doesn't corrode the cables itself that will do that um plus they're so committed to the cause yeah they'll just like change their whole taste profile to like continue ripping apart these cars yeah they're like fuck it you know it doesn't taste great but i'm i'm they get in there to stay warm you know and while while i'm here i'm gonna have a little snack Yeah. yeah who doesn't like to get cozy in a warm car engine and have a little snack um, they do these uh, infrared or movement sensors that will make a very high-pitched sound that is thought to scare the Martens away. Um, but it's actually, like, just fucks up other wildlife. So, <laughs> um, so now, the, 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 according to the Bavarian News... Um, the jolliest news source. U.S. Army <laughs> Garrison Bavaria? Okay, I don't feel as good about this news source now that I read that. But, um. it's, it, it's, okay, it's okay, they're an ally, but for whatever reason, we have, like, dozens of military bases that are occupying in their country. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with its proximity to Russia, but... No. Um, they're, so, they're, they're aggressive. <laughs> so one uh, one thing that they suggest is um, building or purchasing a Martin grid or Marder Greater. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you place it. It's Weasel like a, shield. Yeah, it is. It's like a it's like a mesh, um, and you put it under the engine compartment while the car is parked, and um, it's supposed to keep them from getting into your car. Okay, so you have an explanation for why these, um, you know, scrappy little uh, rodents or whatever, weasels. uh, Those aren't rodents, are they? They're a totally different animal. Yeah, I think weasels. I think Uh, weasels are rodents, right? I'm not sure. It's a subclass of rodents. Yeah. Well, anyway, your your story about them just, you know, wanting a nice little home for their family, that's plausible. My cosmology is that they are the. Delta Squad, highly trained elite <laughs> troops of the Animal Kingdom, and everybody out there in the Animal Kingdom in those woods in the in the, in the dark forests of uh, Germany, they're all "Let's go, Martins! Let's go, Martins!" And that's that's what you're hearing. They're on the front lines of fighting climate change. Yeah. These German weasels are like, they're not waiting for the UN to do anything about climate change. They're not waiting for the US to lead the way. They're like, we got to start destroying these cars now. Yeah. Direct action. Yeah. and It gets the goods. And there's other uh, examples of this within the human uh, element of the animal kingdom, uh, wherein there's a lot of DA that's been happening over the years to stop I think highway construction in Germany as well. There was like a whole bunch of tree sits, like, you know, Earth First-esque. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, monkey wrenching and stuff of um, Germans looking to, you know, stop the despoiling of like their natural splendor. and the Good. Uh, yeah, so. You if know, we could just get these humans and weasels to unite to work <laughs> on the same side of, of climate justice, then, yeah. you know, we might be able to beat this thing. I think they are uniting, you know. I it, hope like, so. Maybe not directly. Maybe they need a, a meetup. Um, so, I don't know. 
our, our German listenership, please let us know. Yeah, if you're an eco-activist and you have been collaborating with these weasels, we want to hear from you. Yeah, or, or if you've fallen victim to uh, a Martin strike, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, we we want to know. And, you know, we want to know how you feel about it. If, like, you know, th- there's a, a bit of ambivalence. Yeah, I mean. Weasels are not rodents. Yeah. Okay. What makes a weasel a weasel? Is it just being long and uh, like squiggly? It's like it's like if a rodent and a snake had a baby. Yeah. Uh, but then the baby wanted to do only one thing and it was disgusting <laughs> and that's kill snakes. Well, it's it's also yeah. uh having a scent gland next to your anus. To, oh, okay. for marking that, that, that makes you that puts really you apart in the weasel family okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. along with badgers, otters and wolverines. But say, badgers we- aren't weasels, are they? I they uh, they're part, they're part of the same family. And wolverines, okay. interesting. Those are yeah. not very uh, snake like at all. No. no, those things are fucking. Intense. They're very scary. <laughs> yeah, the, see, when the wolverines enter the struggle, then then watch then out. win. Yeah, yeah. watch out. Yeah. Um, you ever see Ricky Tiki Tavi? Yeah, I, I used to love that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never saw the book in post literate and all, but I did watch the cartoon. I remember reading it in uh, elementary school. Yeah, and uh, yeah, weasels, man. They can fuck up a cobra. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to stop looking at Wikipedia, weasel Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're on Weaselpedia. Yeah. Falling down the Weaselpedia rabbit hole. Weasel <laughs> hole. Do weasels live in holes? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Thank Thanks. you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. We really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I am behind on the bonus episode, but it'll come out sometime next week. Um, I had a really just a crazy, chaotic week, so I didn't get it out. But don't worry, it's coming. Hope you have all been enjoying the reaction, Phyllis Laughley series. Next episode is going to be very fun. I think everybody's going to like it. Fuck yeah. And in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. You can find us on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And you can send us an email. Why don't you? At ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Jamon. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Jamon. <laughs> You wanna make the world a better place to take a look at yourself and make a change? <laughs> That's very good. <laughs>